Hello and welcome to Chennai Live. This is Garage 101. My name is Vignesh. I'm from TryCarPal.com. We are a virtual dealership for new cars. And hi, my name is Rajiv uh, from CarGreetings.com. We are India's first online greetings company. And today we have something very special for you guys. It isn't about cars, but it is about. It is Why about. Don't you take the lead. <laughs> it's it's not about cars as you. I mean, like the other show is, but this is going to be about. How you, how, you, how you get these cars. We're talking about the dealership business, the business of selling cars. And uh, a lot of people have misconceptions about how the industry works. And uh, so we are here to break all of them and give you the facts. Absolutely. And today's show is titled, How Dealerships Work in India. Perfect. Amazing. Perfect. Now, so I think Rajiv, it's, it's important to like just define the word dealer. Right, mm. because uh, you have your electronics dealerships, you have your automobile dealerships, mm. uh, but somehow the automobile dealerships are seen to be a very glorified one, right? Absolutely. Uh, because electronic dealerships are all like multi-brand, right? You I mean you go to a Vivek's or a Shah's, you get so many brands. Mm. But when it comes to automobile dealerships, it's just one brand, right? right? At a particular location. So a dealer, by definition, is basically someone who sells, sorry, who buys and then sells, right? right? Uh, why do we need dealerships is because a manufacturer of a certain say car in this case needs to have the distribution set up right because a manufacturer alone cannot go to the depths of the country and the geographies of the country <laughs> to sell, the get the awareness sell and you know and service right mm -hmm. that's the whole point of having dealerships and a distribution yeah. network in the first place absolutely yes. right so just like any other dealer the an automobile dealer uh, an automobile dealer buys cars from the manufacturer and sells them hmm. to us. I just wanted to ask you, uh, Vignesh, basically, a uh, lot of people don't know that fact which you just stated, is yeah. that the dealerships don't get the cars from the manufacturer for oh, nothing. No, no, no. I mean, for nothing. Yes, yeah, they yeah. have to buy it just like how we buy it from the absolutely, dealership, right? Absolutely. So how does that process work? You think? So I mean, uh, a dealer, you know, has to buy inventory from mm -hmm. the manufacturer, right? That's how inventory is what keeps the industry rolling. Because right. in the business of selling cars, at least from a manufacturer's perspective, mm -hmm. someone has to always carry inventory. A manufacturer doesn't. Right. So when you see numbers say, you know, Maruti Suzuki sold 10,000 cars a month, that's like a small number. But anyway, mm. if you just take that as an example, which it means that 10,000 cars have rolled out from the plant and is now with dealerships, right? It's mm. not final sales, it is with the dealerships. So de dealerships are buying cars from the manufacturer at a set price mm. and selling it to a customer at said X showroom price. So right. there is an X factory price. So right. what does the term ex-showroom yeah. actually mean? Ex-showroom like price, right? So ex-showroom price is basically the invoice value of the car. That's okay, how so much that's the value of the car is. At the manufacturer side or is it uh, with the so, uh, yeah. so there with is the dealership? There's a production cost, right? Okay. So uh, let's say a car costs, a fairly, fairly big car costs yeah. 5 lakhs to produce from mm -hmm. a manufacturer. Mm -hmm. Right. On top of which they have, you know, they have a marketing expenditure. They have so many other expenses, R&D expenses and whatnot that are divided, you know, and then the manufacturer arrives at an X factory price. Oh, right? so that's called an X factory price. X factory so the car price. at the source where it is created. Yeah, or the manufacturer's is... stamp pricing tag okay. on the car is okay. X factory on top of which you apply 28% GST. 
and varying levels of cess depending on the slab. So if and it's a small car with petrol, uh, less than 1200 cc and less than 4 meters in length for example, mm. it's going to be 1% cess. But if it's diesel, it's 3% cess. And if you go in for a car like a Hyundai Creta or a Kia Seltos or MG mm. Actor and so on, you're looking at 17% cess. So that, after that, after which it comes yeah. to the showroom? After that, it, it's the showroom price. So. Okay. Obviously, manufacturers have to sort of reverse the whole thing, right? So they look at how do I target the showroom price mm -hmm. and then sort of, you know, reverse it back and say, this is how my X factory price should be, right? right? And therefore, this, should, this is what should be in production cost, right? Okay. That's how they would bring about this. Mm. Anyway, before, let's not get deviated into yeah, how yeah. that works. Mm. So the dealer basically buys cars from the manufacturer uh, and, you know, it, that's what is called wholesale. Okay. Right. So a dealer is buying, say, hundred cars from a manufacturer, mm. and uh, because you're buying hundred, they get a they get a good margin on the cars. Right. They get and a then, discount from the manufacturer exactly, sometimes. If exactly. It's, right. If it's a car that's not selling that great, I'm sure that they want even the manufacturers want to try to push their stock as well. Absolutely. Right? So, so yeah. manufacturers have their own, you know, which then it's come a, into, it's a leverage play. Ultimately. Yeah. Which then come into the showroom, and then the showroom uh, hands over some discounts to us. And to get to help us by it. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> so the the dealership basically buys his inventory, mm. buys the inventory, mm. and then stocks it and then sells it. Right? right. That's how the dealership works. Mm. Right. So uh, the interesting question here is that uh, that a lot of people have asked me is how do you become an automobile dealer? Okay. Right. So it's not like a regular dealership, regular you know dealership understanding where you just buy and sell. Mm. You need to be, you need to have a certain level of uh, credibility in the industry because... And can I touch mm, upon that point yeah. if you don't mind? So, uh, one of the things that I know uh, from my experience is that the manufacturers are quite picky and choosy when it comes to Very giving the, especially if it is the higher up the brand, okay, you know, I wouldn't say higher up the brand you go, it's, it's more in, they're into picky and choosy, but everybody wants to make sure that you have some experience backing true uh, what investment it's not just about the money so it's not someone who's got a jewelry store who's, mm. who's extremely wealthy and he says you know what i want to have a car brand and i want to doesn't work like that does it, uh, it, it not not all the time but okay. uh, you know dealer, it has happened <laughs> but then it's, oh manufacturer prefers to have a dealership a dealer partner in this case mm. with some experience right. right so and very importantly it's not just the experience it's also the financial credibility of this dealership, right? Okay. Uh, how wealthy are they, for example? Mm. Uh, how much land they have or how much land they are planning to rent out? I mean, mm. planning to take on rent and things like that because it's not just the showroom that you see. It's right. also the service center. It's also the yard for the inventory and so on. So there are a lot of things involved. So mm. a manufacturer sees all that. They, they see, uh, you know, they scrutinize every director over there, what mm. their, what their capacity is, mm. what their capabilities are, uh, mm. how compliant they are also no, at the same time. Yes. Right? Mm. So, all this and then, you know, they arrive at, okay, you know what, let's have, uh, let's appoint, say, XYZ as the dealership. Uh, you know, so, for, the, the one the who buys that is called the dealer principal, I think. Exactly. Right? So, the so person who owns that particular showroom exactly. uh, or dealership. So, it's very dealership. important that this dealer principal aligns with the vision and mission of the brand, yeah. right? Uh, because ultimately they are the ones representing right. the brand mm -hmm. right so they are the uh, they are the face of the brand in that particular geography mm -hmm. so it's very important that you have a very credible 
dealer partner a very credible dealership group for that matter absolutely right yes, so yes, right. getting a automobile dealership is not that easy you need to have land or at least you need to be able to rent rent land, land or lease a land yeah. out but mm-hmm. from what i have seen if a dealer i mean most successful dealer groups have their own land or have their own building right which means that agree, yeah. they are not entirely into the automobile business they have other businesses as well so the most successful if you guys are wondering uh the most successful dealership in india is uh in the south and the whole of india it's called sundaram motors they have mercedes benz dealerships yeah they have mercedes and, uh, they, have, they have, uh, have volkswagen dealerships honda. they have honda dealerships uh but uh, they it is a fray they did not want to get in initially but when they got into it it really did uh, wonders yeah. for them because of the way they had structured and like you said aligned with the mission of the absolutely yeah did a good job true job. so uh, a manufacturer also has to keep in mind that there are not too many dealerships for the same market right okay. so if the market size is limited for the for the products or the portfolio that the manufacturer has mm-hmm. it becomes a double edged sword to have too many dealerships i you know i might be uh, it's a ballpark but i correct me if i'm wrong i think there are roughly uh, south of 70 dealerships for mercedes but when you take uh, maruti yeah that number is almost 10 times if Absolutely. not because more because the market it, size is much more because Mar- maruti has a huge market share and yeah. therefore it needs to support the market share yeah. with as many outlets as possible right. and that's what makes maruti a very i hope i'm aligning with your thoughts absolutely also. absolutely <laughs> right so uh, uh, so the 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 happier the dealer happier the customers and therefore for a manufacturer the dealer is the first customer right. so the manufacturer is so bothered about the dealership's profitability mm-hmm. right and therefore mm-hmm. they restrict for example some brands have only one dealership group for a particular region if you take skoda okay. for chennai okay right or okay. if you take citroen for chennai right now because they're coming up right. they have only one brand uh, mg motors for example have mm-hmm. only one have only one dealership group for a good number of locations right? right so all this is to ensure that the dealership has profitability because when you have more mm. dealerships involved uh, you are already thinning down the already thin uh, volumes yeah right so let's say you have thousand aspirants for uh, a particular brand yeah this sort of you know if you have two dealerships uh, then you're looking at that volume being so split. overall the question that everybody is asking i mean at least i have that yeah. question i'm pretty sure a uh, uh, lot of people have that question is you 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 pass through a, you pass by a showroom and mm. you see how big it is it looks beautiful yeah. it's it's amazing it just looks like there's so much money to be made and this yeah uh, yeah can you explain it if that is you. true it's a true or false <laughs> it answer. could give you a false sense of Uh, yeah, but is is right. it? But I know I I've heard uh, quite a few people who've done really well. Absolutely, I mean, through service. Yeah. I mean, uh, like so, my dad's been in service. <laughs> so the one thing I have noticed is a uh, lot of these dealerships rely on the service. First. Can we True. talk about the service? Absolutely. Bit? I mean, how does that? So, so once the car is bought by us. Yeah. So mm-hmm. right. So when a dealership sells, mm-hmm. right? So. their profit margin is on you know the margin that they realize on a car it could it, it would vary between manufacturers but roughly right the more cars bought mm. more margins they have but more cars you buy is also a double edged sword because you have to sell as many right. to ensure that so you, you have, have to be confident that you can sell it. keep in mind that 
no dealership right now is cash rich in the sense right. it's not like if it's not easy to buy 100 cars from a manufacturer okay right because that would go into hundreds of crores right so there are banks there are financial institutions so just like what's happening with us exactly with the show exactly. is happening with the manufacturer with them, right show. so the 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 banks or nbfcs or however it right. is right they are funding the dealerships for inventory acquisition mm. so the dealerships margin you have to keep in mind is right. let's say you know 1000 rupees for the, for the sake of argument okay. you have an interest component plugged in okay right more cars they buy they have a better margin yes but more cars they buy more cars are going to be you know stagnant over there if they don't sell for example right. if you have taken Uh, so many cars on say through the OEM's mm. uh, associated finance wing mm. the OEM has this sort of leverage to mm. say you know what because i'm we're funding you these mm. you have to take these cars right right, right. that's that's the arm twist over there mm. right so that's what makes it more little more challenging so dealers unfortunately are sort of put in that pressure when it comes to inventory funding to like get more mm. and more and more funding mm. like buy more and more cars to realize right. more margins but they also have a discount to sell faster so right. mm. so it, it's 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 a very big gamble a large scale gamble that dealerships make right mm. so uh, the ultimate margin that the dealership makes is margin on the car from the manufacturer minus the interest they plug the minus the interest they you know is sold so the car. not so much selling the car makes you the money but once you service Buying. the car i think you get a far more higher percentage the dealership gets to keep correct uh, true yeah so because when you once you sell right uh, then the it's up to you to take care of, of your customers stop, stops there mm. and then it's about service and that's where the and service is life at right. least for the lifetime of that particular vehicle mm. right so uh, you're looking to get this customer in get this car in every once in a year right so uh, you're looking at making more and more money that's like lifetime value mm. of the car this dealership yeah on the whole mm. uh What would you think people don't know about it? What people we don't know that, is, 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 is the financial pressure a dealership goes through, mm. right? Uh, purely because of inventory. Okay. Uh, inventory of we're talking only about the cars purchased in one side. Mm. There's also inventory for stocks, uh, the stock of say spare parts, right? Uh, because they have right. to plan ahead for the next few months about so a whole lot of logistics. For example, if there's a if there's a car, right? So if there if the if a dealership has sold say thousand Honda Cities, mm -hmm. they need to plan for at least thirty percent of bumpers to be ready. at any given point of time i see okay so because so you don't want to make likely to come back right saying sorry right. there was an there was an accident mm -hmm. uh, and but that's not the only revenue channel there's also you know the auxiliary revenue channels for a dealership okay. there's the insurance there is the you know there's the finance that is getting the customer funded right right which right now which is a big deal because banks give the dealerships let's not forget accessories yeah. Of course, yeah. Accessories is a big business. So a, a manufacturer also plans the incentives for the dealership based on yeah. what all add-ons they sell. So if a dealership Which, sells the extended warranty, uh, then there is a small percentage of you know an additional uh, kickback that the dealership gets. Let's well. face it, right? A dealer is not selling something that they own that they make. Right. They are just selling something that somebody else makes. So they are ultimately a point of sale. but that point of sale fact comes with a lot of baggage right right so mm. uh yes i mean uh, being in the automotive business mm. is 
cool not denying it yeah. it's also a lot of pressure is a lot of money to be made but you need to have some advantages if you play it right if you play it smart and mm -hmm. if you play it clean mm -hmm. you have a lot of money to make so uh, vignesh this last question mm. of uh, today's topic is we've been talking about dealerships that are out there uh, you know a yeah. lot of people with the land and all the means to do it what if you really have the passion to work in the automotive industry and yeah. you want to sell cars that's exactly why i've been asking you these questions because you are the man for that and that's why you run your tricycle uh, car pal that's also yeah. a dealership it's an online dealership yeah. so um, uh, how does that work and Agreed. So, yeah. uh, a dealer by default owns inventory, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, and it's also about the amount of land involved. So, mm -hmm. the one way I figured who you can sell okay. is to sell virtually, because in this day and age, mm -hmm. you don't need a physical outlet to sell, okay. because most test drives are at home. So, if they want most to test drive the, from you, can they call you, call Carpal, yes, and say, you know, of course, what I of course, you can. Right, provided you're actually buying, that's a different <laughs> issue, <laughs> right? So the, the even if you look at uh, you know dealership, right? So most of the inquiries they get right now is online. Is it, it's either through their Facebook ads or the manufacturers initiatives when it comes to digital uh, you know marketing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just dial and things like that that give leads to dealerships. Mm -hmm. Very few people actually walk in, right? right? Even those that walk in are sort of influenced through some other digital marketing initiative and then they walk in. So okay. the true uh, requirement of a physical outlet is completely diminished, which means that I you see. don't need a physical point of sale, you can have a digital point of sale. So 10 years, 15 years from now, in fact, in now when you go to the website, you see a 360 degree view of the car. Absolutely. Yes, you, you see can. all of yes. those things. Yeah. True. Also, uh, the next part is the inventory, right? Mm. Because you still have to carry the inventory and we don't have deep pockets for that. Right. right? So, so what we do is mm. there are dealerships who have the inventory mm. and because there are so many dealerships for a particular brand, mm. dealer, uh, inventory always keeps, you know, mounting one top on one month over the other mm -hmm. so when the dealership has inventory mm -hmm. why not sell you're basically helping them out mm -hmm. by selling by diluting stock but there are manufacturers that are taking up this format as well for mm -hmm. example citroen right okay they're coming in with what they call a digital platform okay or digital model so you have okay. physical outlets purchase the digital i see okay. so you go into a physical outlet to sort of experience the car uh, we don't know exact specs It would be yet. nice if it is a little, you know, you, you, are you able to give uh, slightly more discounts than the dealership sometimes? Ideally, because, yes. Ideally, okay. yes. I mean, uh, ultimately, we are not in the business to sell discounts. Yeah. Sell on discount. yeah, 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 Everybody yeah. wants to have that. I hope I have not offended you. By no, of course not. No, no, thing, no. That's, that's, that's my principle. I mean, Got discounts it. are, if yes, the, cool, If the product but, is uh, good, then, you know, you... It's yeah, good. Of course, it's a part of itself. You know, you don't need to discount it. Thank you so much, Vignesh, Thanks for sharing this yeah. knowledge. And so, this is Vignesh for you guys from Carpal. It's an online dealership. Hope you guys have understood how dealerships actually work. And if you guys have any questions, put the put it on the comments below. And if you're a dealership, we hope we've been in the ballpark of what you were thinking. So, thank you so much. My name is Rajiv from CarGreetings.com. This is Vignesh from TryCarPal.com. We are Garage 101 from Chennai Live. Until next time, goodbye.